Hey guys, you're listening to the Huh Podcast with Dino and Michelle. I am Pastor Matt, the father from the Father and Son Watch Horror Movies Podcast. I listen to this podcast every week, and you should too. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody, we are back, our podcast, this is Dino, and Michelle, and just a disclaimer, you're probably going to hear banging and clacking and clipping and flipping and everything else going on today. Trying our best, people, trying our best, but yeah, yeah I, I, I made Dino a little tiny bit upset on Wednesday, yeah, just a little tiny. A little bit. I mean, it was from a little tiny little thing. Yeah, but a little spark causes a great forest fire. Just ask California. Huh? <laughs> they always have things. Uh, well, all right. Let me tell the story and let's see what other people would have done. See, now you open your soda and you get a shh. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Well, first of all. Oh, yeah, you tell. You You know what happened on Monday with me. We talked about that. Right, right, because we we taped later this week. Right. Yeah. So we we taped when? On Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. And then I had it out Tuesday, like within three hours I had that out. Right. So that was pretty darn good. (laughs) That is why, you know, because I love you guys. (laughs) So, well... I ended up being out Tuesday and then being out Wednesday. Which kind of sucked for you, but in the long run worked out well for me because I got to go to take the kids to the playground Wednesday morning and meet up with another homeschooling mom because uh, we're going to be doing a um, uh, joint class at one of our, uh, at the new right. co-op that we're going to be sending the kids well, to. Well, just one thing real quick. They called me at 10 o'clock. I normally go in at 8 o'clock. No, I don't. I go in at... I go into work for 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. They called me at 10 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Mr. Dino, how you feeling? Feeling great. Any fever? Nope. No fever, no illness, no ache, nothing. Okay, what's your temperature? 97.7. Okay, you could go back to work tomorrow. Really? Really? Uh, Really? So, I was already getting a little angry right there. So, I'm just setting that up. Right, yeah. So, he, it was already, yeah, okay. I see what what you're doing with the setup there. I get it. But anyway, it worked in my favor, like I said, because I was able to bring the kids to the park. They got to play with some friends. And yeah, here they're crashing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I got to talk to the mom. Well, anyway, we get to the playground, and as soon as the kids are getting to the onto the equipment, um, we get I, I see this little thing running <coughs> towards them, and I can instantly tell it's not a cat, but a kitten, little tiny kitten. 
So I say to my girls, don't touch it. Don't play with it. You, you know, you don't, we don't mm -hmm. know this cat. We know nothing. Well, the cat doesn't leave them alone. Mm -hmm. The cat keeps doing that, you know, that figure eight, the, you know, or the infinity right. <laughs> sign, whatever you want, around their legs. And I mean, I'm probably a good hundred feet away and I can hear this thing purring. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I know, TT is carrying it over to me. <laughs> yep. Or nature girl. <laughs> so anyway, they're they're playing with it and you know, I told my kids I'm like don't get don't get too close cuz it's not coming home. I mean, I I don't know if I ever told you that, but I actually did say that at one point. I'm like don't we we can't get attached to it. And at one time there was another lady that was at the park that came over to see the cat and she talked about how she had five. Mm -hmm. And my friend and I were, you know, and she, she had momentarily said she was going to take it. So we were both like, oh, okay. And, but then she left. <laughs> so, um, time's going by. We wound up being in the park for nearly three hours, um, to help me write. I was like in the gazebo. So I was sitting on the floor right. so I could use the, the chair in the gazebo as a table. And I have my arm resting on that. And every so often the cat would just, the kitten would just come over and fell asleep on my arm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, both the other mom and I were saying, you know, this cat had to have had a home somewhere. It was used to people. Um, we actually both got the impression that somebody had brought the cat down to the park, let it go right. and drove off. Because the, because of the way that the cat approached all of us when we got there, it was like, oh, you're back type of deal right so that you know that was the impression that we got well long story short that little kitten is now bouncing around our house the dogs are running after it <laughs> yeah and they're playing because they're they're getting along, oh, yeah, they're great. getting along great they 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 um tt tried to get a picture last night um the beagle um gracie she was uh up at the um on the top of the couch uh. See if I can. <laughs> yeah, you can probably hear that. Yeah. But uh, um, Gracie was up on the top of the couch and she looked over and realized that the kitten was curled up spooning huh. Gracie. And she tried to get a picture, and before she could get it going, Gracie got up and. Oh. Ruin the whole thing, but no, they're, I mean, they're getting along great, but they run around and they like to knock things over yeah. while they're doing that. So if you hear a big crash, everything's okay. We're good. Yeah. yeah. And I posted, <laughs> I think a picture or two up on Twitter. I know I pictured, I know I posted one of the cat and the two dogs on the couch mm -hmm. this morning, lounging, Sunday morning, mm -hmm. lounging around, so. Yep, her name her name is Caramel. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't gotten her to the vet yet, but we did. Um, we had to go to PetSmart to get some things for her, um, and ba the people from Banfield were yeah. were there, and they were nice enough to you know they didn't look her over, but I said you know given her size because she she came with us, I said given her size about how old would you think she is, and and they said probably about two months. They said really what we do is um, they said it's a pound per month. So if they're in the one pound range, you know, one to two pound range, they're one month, two pounds to three pounds, they're two months. Right. 
and uh, she weighs. We got her home, and we weighed her, and she was uh, two pounds twelve ounces. Right, so almost three. Yeah, so mm. she she's probably about two and a half months, but she's the cutest little thing, and she she's just such a love. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you had. You had sent me a picture. Right. Of TT right. holding the cat, and I'm like, aw, because it was cute. Right. So, and well, you put the little heart yeah, heart yeah. reaction to it because it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I caught that. Well, then TT kept saying, can I bring it home? Can I bring it home? And, and I was just like, I'm a, call your dad. You call your dad. I'm not calling him. You call him. Well, what by the time she by the time she called you, we had a whole bunch of background noise where we were. You had background noise over here. It just and lesson here's a lesson learned. Okay, seven year olds do not understand sarcasm. Okay, so when you go, yeah, that's just what we need another animal. They actually think, hey, we need another animal. Or when you say, oh, well, you go, make the decision. Well, I ain't making this decision. <laughs> well, that means Danny doesn't want to make the decision. He said you can do it. So, yeah, nah. <laughs> and you gotta realize, I mean, me as an animal lover, here's this little kitten that's as cute as can be, has already fallen asleep on my arm several times. I'm just like, w- what am I supposed to do? I can't leave it at the playground at that point. I can't. It was a moment of weakness. She, mm. she, the cat melted me down. Yeah. Cat yeah. melted me down. Moment of weakness. Between the cat and TT. Yeah. They, 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 between the two of them, they, they worked in cahoots. I tell you, they worked and, and in cahoots. And that is why you put her on the phone with me to melt me down <laughs> for this damn cat. So, so, so yeah, so I'm sitting home watching movies, trying to, you know. You know, oh, and I'm working, by the way. You know, I'm working from home, so I am working. And the kids come in with a friend of theirs who I didn't know was coming. So that was a, like, who is this strange kid? Oh, hey. (laughs) And they're like, oh, we want to play Xbox. Once again, I'm watching TV and working. And so, all right. And then I turn the corner and see one of my daughters holding this kitten. Which I thought I was plainly sarcastic enough to not have this thing in my house. Evidently not. So, I'm tick. Tick. Well... I'm not laughing at the fact that you try telling a seven-year-old animal lover that no, we we can't have another animal, and then see her break down crying right in front of you. Well, that and then she went in the house. We had brought the cat outside by then because you said you wanted the cat outside. You didn't want the cat inside the house because we were going to be getting rid of it. Right. So we've got the cat outside the house in the carport. So and you like, and you and I were 
talking over mm -hmm. what had happened. And I explained to you how my signals got crossed because mm -hmm. she came to me and told me that we made the decision, you know, for us right. to make the decision that you weren't going to do it. I'm looking at you putting the little heart on the, on the thing. And I'm just, so I'm totally misreading signals. I was at a weak spot because of TT and, and the cat being so adorable. So, you know, I'm explaining all that to you and I tell you to look behind you because going from our um, carport, you can, there's a window that goes into our dining room mm -hmm. and TT's got that curtain pulled back and she's watching us intently with this, like with those puppy dog eyes, like, okay, what, what's going on? What are they saying? Like, <laughs> she's just got that, <laughs> that, that little, and I'm like, ah, so, but the cat is, uh, appears to be hungry too, so we're like, "All right, well, go get her a handful of food. Get her some food and water." Mm -hmm. So, as Titi, my animal lover who wants his cat, is up grabbing the food, she's standing on a stool and falls off the stool, and almost took one of her teeth out. Almost took one of her teeth out. But it was. It was a loose already. Tooth. It was a baby tooth. It was loose right. already. But, but she's now, she has a bloody nose. And she had cut her mouth a little bit. And she's crying, but she's, she's handling it. Oh, yeah. Is she, it she my a, mouth? Or, I mean, she's, she's rationalizing a tough cookie. it all. <laughs> we got her cleaned up. And she's crying a little bit, but she's, and I'm like, Alright, how do I tell her no now? We have to get rid of this cat. So I'm like, alright. We'll, 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 we'll keep the cat. Damn it. <laughs> well, then you wanted to call it newbie too, because this is almost, this, this is, is almost verbatim how we found. Except for the kids, <laughs> because this was 13, 14 years ago when we lived in Tennessee. <laughs> In Goodsville, this is exactly what happened. I was at work. Michelle calls me up. Hon, I did something, and you're going to be mad. I'm like, but I can undo it, you said. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, what? I took in a little kitten. Well, okay. In fit, what happened was you had already left for work. Right. I was going to leave for work. Right. Now, the apartment complex we lived in had like the, the breezeways. So the, you know, the, you had an apartment door across the breezeway from, you know, from right. you on each level yeah. and this, you know, the stairs right. went, went up to each level. So we were on the bot, we were on the bottom floor. Mm -hmm. So we had like, you know, the stairs made that little triangle right. thing. Okay. So I open my door and I start hearing me and I looked down and there was this kitten literally could fit in the palm of my hand right so tiny so what I do is I knew that we had had some cats in the area that were that you know lived like in some bushes behind the apartment complex so I had a little bit of time I walked around a little bit to see if I could find the mom find right. any other you know because even if I couldn't find the mom if I found part of the litter right. I would have returned the cat to the litter mm -hmm. um, I didn't find anything so again what am I supposed to do am I supposed to just leave this little helpless right. 
defenseless little thing right there. So I went in the house and I, I put the cat in the bathroom, got all the way out to my car, said, mm-hmm. oh, damn, he doesn't have any, she doesn't have anything to eat. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the house, got a bowl of water and got some of the cat food because we, we had another cat at that point, got the cat food and, mm-hmm. and put it in there. And then I went out to the car and I'm like, oh, crap, they can fight underneath the door. <laughs> so I went back in and put a towel underneath the door so they weren't fighting. And then I left for work and then I called you. So now you can tell the rest of So I'm at work and work is only about two miles down the road. But Michelle calls me up. I did something. I could fix it though. But you're going to be mad. What? Took in a cat. I'll get rid of it when I come home from work. I said no. Because I'll be home from work before you will. And I got to deal with it. I'll just deal with it now. So I went. And I apologized. I'm like I'm sorry hon. I I just had a moment of weakness. So I go, go into the bathroom. I mean, I, I go into the apartment, go to the bath, go into the bathroom, and I open the door and I can't find the cat. I'm like, "Where are you?" And I hear me. And out from under the uh, toilet, from behind the toilet, this little fizz gig looking thing pops out that can fit in the palm of my hand. Me, I'm like. Damn it! <laughs> so I'm like, all right, no, no, me, no, don't talk to me. <laughs> so I grab it, run outside, put it in the bushes. I go to run, and it's following me. <laughs> <laughs> so sure, grab it, run back, <laughs> run back again. <laughs> Comes back. I'm like three times a charm. All right, fine, you win. <laughs> grab it. Make sure the food mortar is good. Close the door. Call Michelle. I have never, ever, ever been more mad at you than I am right now. Well, thirteen years later. Well, you get you. You, huh? you said I've never been as mad as as I am right now. No. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Because <laughs> it was about a month and a half yeah. or so till my birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday. <laughs> And we named her. We named that cat Newbie because at the time we were uh, watching Scrubs. Right. We, we were going through the, the whole Scrubs series, so yeah. we we, na- we named the cat Newbie. Mm-hmm. Um, that little thing that fit in the palm of our hands. What did they, the? Because we did bring them to Banfield then, and right. what they say about six, five to six weeks yeah. is what is what they had said, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that little thing that fit in the palm of their palm of our hands. By the time he got done growing, mm-hmm. he was almost a twenty-pound cat. Yeah, and he, he wasn't was fat. Big. He wasn't fat. He was huge. He had a head. He was like a <laughs> lynx. His head was like the size of a cannibal. <laughs> big <sighs> thing. And then um, back in what two thousand and twelve, mm-hmm. um, we were getting ready to have have TT. Yeah. So. Excuse me. So things were just, you know, I wasn't feeling good at all most of the time, and because she, she was a very rough pregnancy, and you know, Nico was only a year and a half old, and Killian was five. So it, you know, it was just yeah. a really kind of rough period trying to get ready to to bring Serenity into the world, and 
sometime in that time period about you know from about a month before she was born till right around she was born newbie got out and we didn't even realize it yeah because newbie was exclusively an indoor cat mm-hmm. and i mean he had gotten out one time when in we lived in florida. florida and he was gone for what a month he was gone for one month yeah we and at that point we thought we had lost him. He had gotten out and we didn't see him for a month. So we just, you know, at that point, yeah, we had said, okay, well, you know, he's gone because we realized almost immediately that he was gone, and we drove up and down right. streets looking, and we just couldn't find him. Yeah. So we had, after a month, we had given up hope, and then one day, um, you know, and still a month later, you know, you still kind of look around and see if you. Yeah. See him somewhere, and I remember driving home, and I'm like, man, it would be so good just to see him. Boop. You know, open up my door and and hear him meow. That yeah. that would just be yeah. like heaven. I got home, pulled in the driveway, opened up the door. Man, just he just huh. started yeah. running, and I heard his meow, and yeah. I and called you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got him in the house, and then Killian in the house, and. And I called you, and I'm like, guess what? Yeah. And he was... Oh, wait, no, I didn't call no, you. No, I had come didn't home. didn't call you. That's right. I had come home, and he was in the house. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of had that same hope. Yeah. You know, in 2012 when TT was born, but... Yeah, we're, he had never come home. We're in 20, and he hasn't come home so right. my hope is that he found a good home somewhere yep. that you know maybe there was somebody that he yep. he knew his time with us was done and went somewhere yeah that that's my hope anyway yep. I, I never saw him on his on the road so that was yeah a, so yeah so now we have caramel yep i call it carrie because <laughs> it's my favorite stephen king book adaptation all of us are kind of ripped to shreds a little bit because we're still trying to teach her to keep her claws in (laughs) right but you know because she hangs and uh, nothing malicious she is oh yeah yeah yeah. she's a motorboat yeah yeah Yeah, it's just her you know we do that whole thing um either we pull her by the scruff to to help or we yeah you and know, I tap tap her paw to get her to bring. Yeah, I worked in an animal hospital for years, so you know, I kind of know a little bit how to handle the animals. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, grabbing her by the tail. And, oh yeah, yeah. Or, no, I mean, you know, grabbing her. Yeah. I don't think I said anything like that. No, but I don't mean didn't mean to imply it. If no, I no, no, no. But you know, when people, when some people who aren't, when they see you grab a cat by the scruff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, not thinking, well, if the mom carries them that way. Right. Yeah, so. Right. It's almost a thing of comfort for yeah. the kittens because they're used yeah, to, they they're used. Yeah, they their legs in and almost go into like a fetal Right, because they're, they're used to their moms doing that. That's how their moms transported them for, right. you know, a week or two. <laughs> yep. So that's our thing. Yep. Yep. So. But then, of course, you know, Facebook has to be what Facebook is. And I get accused this morning of stealing somebody's pet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shut up. Just shut up. Yeah. Oh. Well, the way I see How it, do you know it's not a chip? Well, she, she's too young for it, yeah. as, as far as I know. Yeah. And you know what? We were in the playground for three hours, and yeah. nobody came. Yeah. And she's like, well, I have indoor and outdoor cats. I wouldn't know if it was gone for three hours. Well, that's 
your problem, not yeah, mine. Yeah, do you have do you have <laughs> your enduring outdoor cat chipped? I mean, uh, I mean, a, ca- a cat is a quote unquote free room animal. Mm-hmm. Would you chip them? Aren't chips for if they get lost, like a dog? So you're creating this hypothetical that makes no sense whatsoever. And making me feel, and, you know, right. I pretty much said thanks for making me feel like a monster. Yeah. You know, stealing somebody's. Yep. It's like uh, my favorite quote from True Grit, you know. I do not entertain hypotheticals. Life as it is is vexing enough. It's a good quote. So there you go. <laughs> so true Grit. <laughs> so, so she lives with us now. That's it. Yeah. You know? So, um, I know what we're going to do. You know what we're gonna do? I know what we're gonna do. Commercial break! Commercial break! Why do we speak the way we do? Should I believe that article about the coronavirus? Does that photo really prove the existence of alien spaceships? Is the world going to end once again? This time for real? Why are people sending videos with brooms that are standing up straight? All of these are good questions. To find answers, we need to go down the rabbit hole and to do a fact check. And this podcast will go there with you, with an evidence-based and skeptical mindset. I am Marco, and if you have a curious mind like me, then the podcast Where Did the Rabbit Go? is just for you. Go to Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public or Google Podcasts and look for Where Did the Rabbit Go? Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. In a world filled with movie podcasts, Colson and Brad bring you a movie podcast? If you love top ten lists, news, and reviews, then Watchers Podcast is the show for you. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all, great commercials. Yes, I got to pull the commercials in. Woo! Um, Never done that before. Yep. And, you know, if you listen to us and you have a podcast, let me know. We'll listen. And And we'll listen to the podcast. Shoot me your promo. I'll be more than happy. Because we like helping out people. Yes. And we like podcasts to grow. <laughs> so, that's that. Cool. On that note, I'll just mention it briefly. We got a dozen donuts that we have to eat ourselves. So We're trying to lose weight. Do we have to eat it? Hey, for us. Yes, for me. For me. Here's what you do. I've got shorts I need to fit in that I have. Go to iTunes or go to Podchaser. Leave a review. Do a screenshot. Send it to me. You know, on Twitter. DM me it. On, uh, in Facebook message. Whatever. And you get entered. Into a drawing. To win a free dozen donuts from Krispy Kreme. Sounds like a great deal. Chris, Krispy Kreme is not a sponsor of Hot Podcast. If you want to be, you can be, but they're not. No. So, anyhow. Um, 
I've been kind of busy with, uh, I mean, everything. You know, with, you know, I did the videos from the games that are up on YouTube. I've got a couple of gameplay videos I did with Killian that's up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You've done a couple of in, inter, uh, interviews recently. Yeah, I did. Uh, we did one we talked about with um, with Colin mm-hmm. about uh, Remy's Demons. And this week, I did one with Ryan Kruger. He's a, a British filmmaker who's in uh, South Africa right now. And he's got a movie coming out called Fried Barry. And this movie is out of its bird. Okay, I haven't seen the full length movie yet, but I've seen the trailer and I've seen the short that inspired the trailer. The short is about three and a half minutes of this guy going through the highs and lows of a a heroin uh, binge in in an abandoned building. And it is freaky. It is creepy. It's got like ring type edit. It's very trippy. So right up your alley. Yeah, much up my alley. Well, he had sent me the short and then said, hey, by the way, I'm making a feature out of this. And I said, how the hell are you going to do that? Well, he did it. (laughs) And how does he do it? He takes that character of Barry and he gets abducted by aliens (laughs) and possessed by an alien. And the alien takes a joyride in his meth head's heroin riddle body for a day. Tell me, that's not a movie you want to see. <laughs> you know what? Go on YouTube. Go and look. Uh, watch the interview. I've got the short included on that interview. And I have the trailer for the movie. So, check that out. That was That was a great interview. I had a lot of fun. Ryan's a great guy, and this movie is going to be awesome. It's playing at Fantasia Fest and a bunch of other uh, festivals. Reminded me something you told me, I think, yesterday. I think there's a certain movie on. Oh. Is it Amazon? Is that where you told me it was? Or was it Tubi? Or? It is on, I think it's Amazon or Hulu. Might be. We better check that. Because if you remember, in our previous <laughs> season, we went to the Buried Alive Film Festival. Our great friends, uh, Blake and um, and Blaine, over at Buried Alive. And we had went, and we watched, along with VFW, which is another great movie. But movie was playing there called The Wretched. And this film was uh, intense. Intense. Michelle, you said it was like your favorite of yes. uh, 2019. Yeah, the, it was my favorite. I'm looking forward to watching it again. Cool. It is on Prime for 3.99, but if you have Hulu, it is free on Hulu. The Wretched. It's a good movie. Just make sure you're not holding a coffee cup. Yeah, if you with with the with with the little coolie thing. Yeah, you want to revisit this story because this was kind of funny. (laughs) Can can we just do the short version? I threw the cup at the after the movie. 
Okay, yeah. Well, Michelle fidgets. And she had the coffee cup in the sleeve. She was done with her drink and she's fidgeting because. The nerves. It, it the nerves was, it was the my. Movie, it was intense for her. And she hit the bottom of that cup and poof! <laughs> like a freaking mortar. This thing flew. We were three quarters of the way in the back of the auditorium. It shot to the front and hit the guy in the front row in the back. Just as the just as the producer, just as the was the producer up to... was going up with Blaine to do an interview, and it flew and nailed the guy right in the back. The guy's turning around and we're like, mm. and I'm looking like pointing. She did. He's, he's throwing me under the bus. She did it. Michelle did check the guy down and was like, "Sir, I'm sorry, I hit you." With the cup. And the guy's like, I was wondering why people were throwing crap. It was a good movie. <laughs> like, it was my favorite, in fact. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever live that down. But, yeah, that was that was definitely fun. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad that it's available for people to see. So, watch it. Yeah. So If you have everybody... Hulu, yep. it's there. If not, you can go to Amazon. Yeah. And it's $3.99. Yeah. We actually got, I got quite a bit of watching in this week. And, uh... Yeah, you got way more than yeah, more well, than I did. But well, I had watched um, I'd watched the the house that Jack built, that's on Hulu, and that is with Matt Dillon, and he plays a a killer, a uh, sociopathic killer, who is recounting his five. Uh, I I think there was supposed to be five random. But I think what he considered his five most significant kills. He's recounting this to a person named Burge, who I don't want to give out the ending of it because it kind of wraps around as to who Burge is and what is going on. And I want to watch it with you. Okay. And actually really do an episode on it. All right. Well, then let's just leave that yeah. at that right now. And then we'll, so. Yeah. Especially us being who we are and what our okay. other interests include. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean killing people or anything like that. So I don't get. <laughs> Another movie I watched. Uh, Turkey Shoot. This is on Shudder. And this is about 1980, 81. But, you know, movies of the early 80s were, you know, in production since the 70s. So it had that very 70s, post-apocalyptic, soylent green, dystopian type of feel. And uh, Olivia Hussey is in it. She was in the original Black Christmas. She was Mary uh, in Jesus of Nazareth. Um, she was in the original TV miniseries, It, and she plays this girl, and, uh, Steve, uh, Rausback is in it, he's been in every, a whole bunch of low-budget horror movies, Rob Zombie, he's a Rob Zombie actor that pops in, um, well, they're prisoners of the state, okay, because they are, um, they're not deplorables. Um, <laughs> they, it's something like that. Um, oh, okay. I forgot what they call deviants. All right, deviants. So, same, yeah. I mean, same kind of difference. Pay attention, people. 
This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Pay attention. Um, and because they are again, you know, either broke the moral fabric of society or their rabble rousers or whatever, they go to this prison camp. So that sparked up my interest because mm-hmm. I'm interested in prison things. And I wonder why. They're kind of the one, they're chosen to participate in this hunt. Okay. So it's kind of like surviving the game, the way, uh, hard target. You know, those movies where, you know, a guy gets sent out and then people hunt them. It, it's good. It's quick. It's, you know, I think it's about 85 minutes. But it it's a very good movie. It's very dated as far as the effects. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying as mm, far as so. dated in that way. But it's fun. You know, it's, you know, got that Soylent Green feel. I think I, did I say Soylent Green already? Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Um, TT actually came out and was watching it with me. Uh, a little bit, and I'm like, um, are you okay with this? <laughs> yeah. It's TT, come on. And she's like, well, I got the cat with me, so I'm okay, I'm protected. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, and then it got, you know, it got a little gory, but it was 70s cheese gore. But it was very, I mean, it was gory for a 70s film. I'm like, holy crap. I mean, they blow this guy's head off, and it's like, what? <laughs> you know, it looked like ham, you know? But... So that was a fun one. Um, Shutter, well, yeah, it's pretty much almost going to be a Shutter exclusive episode uh, today. The Pool, I watched that. I've seen part of that. I've got to finish it. Our, our, well, not the time that I was watching it with you. Our, it started. Uh, yeah, started going our to... internet didn't go out. Just that particular because we watched other things on Shutter. Yeah, just that particular movie. Mm-hmm. It stuck and it kept getting that little circle thing in the middle and it never never played on so yeah. I'm going to have to get to the end of that. Yeah, this is a Thai film from Thailand and it has to do with a guy who uh, works in the film industry and they were shooting an independent film in a Olympic sized swimming pool. That was set to be destroyed. That was set to be destroyed. So there's no ladders, there's no anything in this pool. But with full of water. And the next thing you know, he wakes up in the bottom of this pool with a crocodile in it. I mean, this pool is like super deep. I mean, you're, I mean, you're talking he, like tw- almost 20. Yeah. So 20 he's feet not deep. jumping out, and there's no shallow part to this. Yeah, pool. there's no shallow part. There's no. This is like a all, diving pool. Yeah, all the. He, well, he had tried to get out because from yeah. what, the parts that I had seen. Before he actually left, it was he went in the pool mm-hmm. and was like swimming in it. He was on a raft and he fell asleep. He fell asleep, and then they had let the water they, out. They had started to let the water out. He didn't realize that. So even at that point, the water there was still you know still a lot of water about halfway water in it, but still he's still fifteen at that, feet from the rim. Yeah, it's at that point he still couldn't get up to the top. So right. yeah, so that, I mean. You know how long it's going to take to drain that pool. Yeah. He's, you know, yeah. So, yeah. anyway. So, I'll leave it at that. But it it, it gets intense. Um, Junk in a Graveyard did an episode on it. 
um, on their podcast, and I was listening to because I listen to them every week. They're a fun show. And as soon as they started talking about it, I'm like, ah, let me skip it, go back, and then listen afterwards. I probably should just listen to their episode. <laughs> I probably should. Is it going to get me the way that Crawl got me? Um. Maybe not. As... I don't know, because that that, uh, that croc looked uh, a little bit, a little too CGI for me. Okay. But there are elements in it that I'm like, oh, that's all I'll say. Okay. And had I listened to it, I would have been content to listen to their podcast about it. <laughs> so I'm not going to do you that favor and tell you what's going on. Yeah, but now you told them where to go. You go and watch it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I'm good with that. Yeah, if you don't want to watch Go it, to Drunk in a Graveyard. Show uh, Scott Robin and... and uh, Rigby some love. Go go do that. <laughs> Tom Dino sent you. Um, so then, once again, on Shudder. Host. We watched Host. Okay. This is a movie that was made during the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Via Zoom. And it is... A very unique concept. Very, very yeah. unique. I mean, if you're not counting Unfriended, that came out a few years ago. But it, no, for me, Unfriended is completely. The, the, really? Yeah. Okay, why? Well, I I know that Unfriended was done on the computer, and and right. so was and this. Was, but it was more like, it was more of you. <sighs> yeah, it was like Skype or Google Hang or Facebook. Yeah, right, well, but it was, you know, you, you saw the things popping up and it looked like you were looking at the computer screen almost like you were moving it and, and whatnot. But as well done as host was, I didn't feel like I was a part of the process. Okay. I, I did feel like I was watching a movie a, a, a movie the... that just had different. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I think they were equally as good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think, I think they were equally as good, but there was a there was a mystery aspect to Unfriended. Okay, like why the heck is this happening? Right, why is where what what exactly happened? Because you didn't know exactly what happened. It was you know it was the father. Oh no no no, that's different. Oh that that's, that's not Unfriended. I'm got that one mixed up. Then all right, Unfriended was the one we saw in the movie theater where the five friends were on the Skype call together. Oh, okay. And the one girl right. had... Then what is the one that I'm thinking of? That was Searching. Searching. Okay. That one, yeah. Okay. That's a completely different Sorry, animal. guys. And that one is fantastic. Sorry, guys. That, yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking. Right. No. I've, been, I've been thinking Searching in, in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, see Searching. But, yeah. Anyhow. But with the host... Okay, with that, then I guess apparently Host is better than Unfriended because I didn't even remember... Right. Unfriended, so. right. <laughs> Unfriended was, I think it was the, the girl, a girl that killed herself due to bullying or whatever. And then her ghost. Okay. Now I Was now making I... people, like the kid put his hand in a blender and no one hung or something. Or whatever. I, I really, it was pretty unremarkable. Then they have the second one, Unfriended Dark Web, which I haven't seen yet. Evidently, someone finds a computer that's got a link to some site on the dark web. Okay. Whatever. All right. Well, I apologize and for getting that mixed up then. That's all right. You know what? 
we're we're human and we are transparent and mm-hmm. it's okay. <laughs> we're good. It makes for a great listen. But host, now you and, said you didn't feel like you're part of that process. In no, I still, even though it was, you know, because I think by now pretty much everybody has at least seen Zoom. Right. Even if you haven't participated in a Zoom meeting or Zoom class or whatever, because of the situation being that we are in 2020, I think everybody's familiar with right. how Zoom works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got all the different tile, you know, tiles right. with the people's vid- individual videos, and you can see what everybody's doing. And you know, we've all seen the commercial: the guy who gets up from the Zoom meeting, and he's he's dressed to the nines from the waist up, and he's got boxer, you know, boxers on from the bottom right. down. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, he gets up and walks away and everybody's like, ha, 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 look at yeah. that. You know, so, we've, you know, I think we're all yeah. familiar Be with that. Be glad we don't do a video podcast and I don't get up right now, folks. TMI. TMI. But, no, I mean, it just, no, do it, you... it didn't, pu- it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it obviously was better than the yeah. Unfriended because that apparently didn't make a... Mark on me. And we saw that in the theater. Um, But, I don't know. It just, it didn't pull me in. Right. I didn't get, I never found myself being, you know, oh, don't, you know, how something you find that one character where you're like, oh, I hope everything, you know, I hope they make it. I hope everything's okay. I'm like, cool. Well, let's watch the next one go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this one here. I didn't find myself caring about any yeah. of the characters. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I think the concept was unique, mm-hmm. especially for the time frame that we're in. It's very, right. you know, what we're going through in 2020. It obviously inspired the movie itself. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But, because, yeah. but I they pushed it. I, I think they really right. well, you, pushed it too quickly, I guess. I don't know. Well, you kind of had to, um, because it was a Zoom call, and it took place in the amount of time that a Zoom call would take. Like they were that pretty accurate with it, and well, no, I'm talking pushing oh. the pushing the movie oh out, and oh. I, I don't know if it's being ma- too too timely and too on the nose. Yeah. Okay, like all right. I think because we're still sort of in the middle of all of this. Yeah, you're either looking for escapism. Yeah. Right. And not, okay, I I, I don't want to continue. Like any commercial, because right now, you know, we've said this before, we don't have TV. We're we're streaming everything. So things like Hulu or Tubi or whatever Mm -hmm. that have ads, a lot of them are food things about apps because we're in these hard times and we're where blah 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 every commercial has got someone with a freaking mask on mm-hmm. and all, and it's like okay I'm tired of this I, I see this every I'm, day in real I, life I, I, I want something like, yeah mm-hmm. I'd rather watch Castaway <laughs> where mm-hmm. you know yeah it's isolation but damn it he's not wearing a mask he's not fighting COVID mm-hmm. you know but yeah, I just think, you know, had they re- maybe waited, um, I think they pra- the, the effects and everything are, the pra- are practical effects, which is good, but I think they could have done better had they taken more time 
Okay. In, in actually making the film. Oh, okay. So, so uh, I, I... Okay, so I liked it quite a bit more than you did. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. And then had they released it maybe a little bit after... Yeah, things let th- up. Things let up like, and everything. Right. It might have been a, like... Yeah, um, yeah, I could have seen myself doing this during that during that time, but right since we're still right in the middle of it, it was just it just wasn't what you needed, Mm-mm. what you wanted. Right? Okay, that's fair, that's Mm-mm. fair. And now I'm a, I'm a person that I've I've always disliked watching movies on my com- on the computer. I, right. I don't like doing it on our desktop. Um, now that I have. The power station. I I don't mind it too much, <laughs> especially when I've got my headphones on and I can you know mm-hmm. watch a film and really appreciate the sound design. But I still prefer my fifty-two inch TV. You know. <laughs> that being said, I probably would have benefited more watching it on my Shutter app on my computer. On the computer, that one would have immersed me more into the film. Right. You know, so. But so if you haven't seen it, see it on the computer. Yeah. It's yeah. something that I am completely, you know, it's a it's a one eighty of what I normally feel, but I think that's a good. That may have changed things for me, to be yeah. honest. I with think you, you may have. You might that might have. May have. And especially, you know, I I do zoom. You know, mm-hmm. with I've, people and I've I've I, done Zoom yeah. with the kids for their young marine stuff. Right. And, so yeah. that would have might have put you in more. But then again, when you're looking for escapism, do you really want to go in more? Right. So that that that's a you know catch twenty two with the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, host. It's pretty good. It's short. It's less than an hour long. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's quick. What what was that other thing that we watched that well I came home and you were watching about like it went through different uh, horror films through the years. Oh, that was on um, that was on Shutter, um, in Search of Darkness, I think it is. Okay. Um, it was a do- it was a documentary. It's a, four hour, it's a it's a total of four hour long documentary. I believe that's what it is. I know that uh, Barbara Crampton actually tweeted about it the other day, and I had told her, "Yeah, I started watching it, and she liked it." So that was kind of cool because that's Barbara Crampton. Okay, yeah, I think that's that's it, right? Is that it? Yeah, um, yeah. In Search of Darkness, the de- the definitive '80s horror documentary. Yeah, and it goes year for year on the on the yeah. Cool films that got released in the 80s, starting with 80, 81, 82, 83, and it, you know, mentions, you know, all your great films, and it's got, it, it starts off uh, a talking head with uh, Ryan Turek uh, from Blumhouse and um, uh, Shockwave podcast, and it's got Elvira in it, Barbara Crampton in it, and Bill Mosley in it, and anyone that was everybody back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to watch the full thing. I, I did. I come in from work. Is that where I? Yeah, you came you in. Had been out, yeah, you had been. Out well, work. you actually came and got me from work because you had driven me into work, and then you you picked it back up when we got home. Right. So yeah. no, I, I liked what I saw of it. That was yeah, that, that was, was fun. very cool, very cool. 
But our big watch, well. You've had several big watches. I had this several. Week, so. But. You know, and or the I, one that we've watched together. We watched together that we will mention the last week. Right. It was from the director of. From the director of Blair Witch. Um, Eduardo Sanchez. Yeah. You check that? <laughs> I normally know these things like the back of my hands, folks. Um, Eduardo Sanchez. Yeah, so yeah, it was all right. Eduardo Sanchez, director of the Blair Witch Project. Which, if you know me, I won't go into it. I'm not a fan of Blair Witch Project. I respect it, but I really hate. Oh, I mean, it's not everybody can watch that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't watch it being a person who gets motion sickness. Yeah. I mean, I like the whole concept of it. I just physically couldn't watch it. Right. I, I respect them. I, I definitely respect what it accomplished. Right. I, you can't yeah. deny that. Right. right. You have to be an idiot to do that. Right. But there's right. things that I don't like. Okay. About. So it, it was it was from him and but it's called it's Exists. Called exists now you know my take and we'll get into it when we tackle the subgenre is I've got some things that I think found footage films need to answer Mm -hmm. before I will accept it you know they did it except for one little aspect which oh well but all in all, good movie. Very so it's movie. it's your typical five. Yeah, five friends going to the two couples and the one tag along. Right, going to the woods. Uh, this one, you know, one you have to justify why you're rolling this. Why is there a camera going on? You need to justify that for a film footage film. Right. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. The one guy. Videotapes everything. Oh yeah, and he they're doing GoPros and all that, and he wants to document their trip and all that. All right, okay. Yeah, so it's like everybody, everybody had cameras on, not just him. Right, and then he set them up around. You know, there's a reason for setting them up. Um, It's not just like paranormal activity where everybody in this whole line of family curve. Happened to videotape everything? Mm-hmm. Bull crap. You know, I don't buy it. Here, okay, the GoPros, they're, they're cyclists, they're nature people. Okay. Right. Okay, great. And you got, it was pretty good about giving you um, different perspectives. Yeah. Like, it switched between certain people's GoPros. So, in that aspect, it almost felt like a movie. Right. You know, like the director yeah, was picking, the director was pricked picking different um, angles and things, but the way they did that was by giving you a different character's GoPro. Right. For the, for their mm-hmm. perspective. Yep. Yep. The one thing that is they didn't really justify the music. There's, there's parts where there's musical score in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, there were some there were some scenes though there where it wasn't a go a GoPro shot. Yeah. Um, when M- Matt was that his name? Mm-hmm. When he was riding down the trail. That was a GoPro. You saw him riding down the trail. 
Hmm. So who, you know, unless it was one of the GoPros that was yeah. that the other yeah, guy had put, put in some, the like up on the. Yeah, but for how far out did he go? Because Matt mm-hmm. had been riding for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I don't even think we got to the crux of the movie. What it was. <laughs> so they go out. They go to their uncle's cabin, which is real rundown. Real rundown. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, look like anybody's been there in They They took the years. keys. They didn't even tell the uncle that they were going because the uncle didn't want them going up there. Right. The uncle would have told them don't go. Right. So they stole the keys. And you find out real quickly... This isn't a spoiler about why. Well, there's a Bigfoot around. Well, they don't call them Bigfoot. They actually call it, they do call them Sasquatches. They're Sasquatch. Sasquatches. Yeah, they're Sasquatches. And they evidently hit one. Right, on the, the way to the on cabin. On the way to the cabin, it runs up and they, they clip one. And then... But they don't realize that's what they've right, they, done. They don't know what it is. They think maybe it did. They don't know. There's blood... There's a broken t- headlight, and there's a patch of fur. Right. So they, they figure they hit some kind of animal, but... Right. But they're hearing screams and hoots and hollers and mm-hmm. all that, and then things start getting jacked up mm-hmm. real quick. And that is... exists. <laughs> and I, I really like Oh, yeah. It was, I really, it was an I, enjoyable... Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, someone that is skeptical... And cynical of uh, found footage films. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like. Yeah, it. See, now I want to watch it over again and look to see if there are any times because I, I'm still really feeling like that when Matt was riding on the bike. Because I know they had well, like from a disc, like the long yeah, shots of him. But when the Sasquatch was running, it was following the Sasquatch. He had a GoPro. He had two GoPros. He had one pointed down, down pointed up at him. Then he had the other one on his helmet. I'm the gonna... one where he, because he would turn his head, then it would switch the point of view of the Sasquatch running alongside okay. of him. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it because I swear there was some shots where you saw him riding towards you, where you saw Matt on the bike riding that towards might you. Be. So I don't know. I'm gives us a gives us a reason to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you do too. It's on Tubi. Exists. Good. Oh yeah, great movie. movie. Please, please don't let nobody say, you know, yeah. don't take what I'm saying as a negative towards the movie. Right. I'm just I am one of those people where I like to find mistakes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I I look for those. Yeah. Cuz I enjoy the how things are made and the how yeah. things are done. So, and when you can pull it off, like, I mean, I, I don't think there's a perfect film out there Mm-mm. at all. Especially now that everything is being restored to, you know, this most pristine, you know, 4K, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me. Okay. So. If you've heard our show, you know, when we run our commercials, I run one for Victims and Villains podcast. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Josh, uh, a.k.a. Captain Nostalgia, he, he runs that show. And he did an episode on Jaws a couple, uh, couple weeks ago. And in that episode, he said something 
Now this is a great show. Listen to it. I endorse it. But during that, he said something that made my head explode. And it was a quick sentence. And I had mentioned it on Twitter. And he shot me back and said, I think I know what it is, but I'm interested in, in your take. And he had said with Jaws, well, it's far from a perfect film. Wow, 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 wow. No, no, no. No. That film is a miracle that it ever got made. One. And it's a miracle that is as great as it is. To this day, it keeps people out of the water. Right. Including their own pools. Right. In their backyard. You don't go into a pool and not someone... Goes, okay? Now, yes. You look at the 4K, you know, new disc that's coming out with crystal clear. And yeah, okay, you can see, you know, a hydraulic in a shark's mouth. It wasn't made to be shown that clear. That was, that wasn't the intent. It wasn't even the intent to be shown stop. Rewound, look at it, rewind it. No movies made. Pause. To, no movies made to do that now way. Now, you expect that, especially with the internet. But back then, you're talking about a drive-in. Mm. You know, even a even a full house. You know, they didn't have multiplexes back then. But you know, a, a twin theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. So for what it was, yes, it is a perfect film. Anyway, like we said, there's no such thing as a perfect film, except for Jaws, <laughs> Psycho. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll even put Psycho in there for you, Pastor Matt. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it exists. It's a very good film. It's on Tubi. Check it out. That's that. I recommend. Yeah, I do. I do, I do. Before we go, I do uh, want to tell you about this new movie coming out. It's uh, put out by our friends at the Horror Collective. It's called Shifter. Shifter is about a young woman who experiences painful and gruesome side effects after an experiment with time travel goes horribly wrong. It's directed by... Jacob Burns, who uh, co-wrote alongside of Jack Burn, uh, Zach Burns. It stars Nicole Francer, Ashley Mandanez, Paul T. Taylor, and Jamie Brewster. Yeah, it's going to be coming out on VOD and On Demand August 5th. I'm going to post a trailer for you guys on, on Twitter, so check that out. All right. I think that's about it for yeah, today. I think so. Guys, hit us up on all the socials Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, we're on almost every pod. Everything. Cast app out, out there. Um, give us a review on iTunes or uh, Podchaser. Screenshot it, shoot it to us. And maybe you can win some donuts. 
Who knows? Who knows? Guys, love you. Be decent with each other. Love you.